Welcome to The Slaughtered Lamb, a movies-by-minute watch of the John Landis written and directed 1981 horror classic, An American Girl from London. I'm your host, Troy, and this is my co-host, Adrian. Hello. <laughs> Don't sound too enthused there, Adrian. I'm going to want to watch it again. <laughs> and we want to thank you for joining us on this journey. So uh, today we are dropping this particular episode on Tuesday, October 27th. And the holidays and popular observances for this day, it's, um, it is World Day for Audiovisual Heritage and National Black Cat Day in the United States. And in Colombia, it's National Architect Day. It also marks minute, the dropping of Minute 33 of An American World in London, which starts with machine gun fire <laughs> and ends with, holy shit, <laughs> All right, so this particular minute picks up where the last minute uh, ended, where uh, that Mr. Man Kessler opened the door. Yeah, Mr. Kessler. In the previous minute, we were introduced to all these the characters of Mr. Kessler, Mrs. Kessler, and David's uh, younger brother and sister. All right, so Mr. Kessler is uh, an actor called uh, Gordon Stern, who was born uh, January sixteenth, nineteen twenty three. Uh, he's a British actor who played one of the uh, Brodigan uh, scientists in uh, Gulliver's Travels, which is a Muppets, which is a Henson production movie. Um, he was active in the film and television for over five decades, beginning in the 1950s. Uh, he's played small guest roles in such British uh, sci-fi adventure series as The Prisoner, The Saint, Doctor Who, I've seen Doctor Who. The New Avengers... And UFOs, as well as the comedies, uh, Hancock's Half Hour and Jeeves and Wooster. I don't know what that is. Uh, Jeeves and Wooster is um, Stephen Fry and, um, oh, no, why am I blanking on Hugh Laurie's? Oh, sure. Oh, the two okay. of them were a comedy duo. Good for them. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, they were oh, fantastic. Okay. Anyway, Jeeves and Wooster. Um in the films, he played, um, obviously, Mr. Kessler in American War from London um, uh, while they were watching The Muppet yeah. Show. Uh, and other film credits include Highlander. Who was he in Highlander? I'm not sure. Uh, the Razor's Edge. I haven't seen Razor's Edge. Which is a Bill Murray movie. Yeah, I've seen From Russia with Love. From Russia with Love, The Guns of Navarone, and Laws of Attraction with uh, Pierce Brosnan and Julianne Moore. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because I've seen all those movies and I just don't recognize I've that seen gentleman. I've seen From Russia with Love and Highlander. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. And Doctor Who. And that's what we got for uh, Gordon Stern. Unfortunately, he passed away uh, April 4th, 2017. Okay. And unfortunately now... John is having as we, as we go to the scene in the movie, we are about to watch uh, Mr. Kessler get... Blown away by automatic gunfire, thrown from the front door. Let me watch this again. Okay, I will. How about I turn the screen and just talk about it? Will that do you? Okay, so we have the. I got um, them in my head now. They don't want to go away, and they're not pretty. No, they're not. No. They're fantastic works of art they're by. Creepy. They're well, they're they're. Creepy. I don't like them. They're very. Beautifully sculpted Ugh. masks, and that's what they are. They yeah, are masks. I know, but I don't, they I don't move. They don't. 
Yeah, they're just, but that's what makes them creepy. I I know that is that, that is the part <laughs> of this whole entire dream sequence. Rick Baker, who sculpted them all, Eli did Rick a Baker. fantastic like job, and the fact that they are there's no motion to them. There's no, so, no, it's yeah. The one, its mouth opens a little bit, but other than that, that's all it does. So we basically have uh, Mr. Kessler get shot across uh, through the foyer and all that. Uh, David then quickly jumps up and we see... uh, Not my tchotchkes! (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not the tchotchkes. So we got a shot of the uh, four assailants, which uh, seem to be in the different stages uh, of being a werewolf which is kind of neat and uh it's just i thought they were nazis they are they're okay. they're 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 monster nazis yeah it's just creepy is what yeah. it is okay. it is definitely creepy that reminds me of dead snow oh yeah dead snow yeah yeah that's true yeah but they were zombies, zombies. yeah yeah but yeah still it's dead looking things like non for sure okay i'm like wondering... i didn't catch that they were werewolves quite honestly but yeah. i wasn't really looking. well okay so <laughs> this guy, this like guy here <laughs> this guy here is i can see him completely now. wolfed out yes. this guy is on the way to be wolfed out with the pointed ears okay, this guy only... is a zombie yeah i only saw these two is... guys i only noticed the i was trying not to look so i gotcha. only really noticed these two guys that i was... and all i was thinking was oh like you know that they were like i see what you're saying yes things. dead zombie okay. things yeah because this guy has the same teeth as the werewolf that attacked okay. jack and david on the moors okay the I'm not the gonna, okay. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I don't, oh, yeah. look, it's the same teeth. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now so, I can tell you if it was um, the same couch. Now, <laughs> oh, now that looks like a demented chunk. No, not chunk. Um, sloth. Sloth. It totally does. Yes, but this would be before sloth. So uh, David then no. goes to stand up to yell out no for his stop for his father, and all of a sudden the bald-headed. Uh, Let's call them stormtroopers. Nazi stormtroopers. They just are the Nazis, yeah. Yeah. So um, all of a sudden jumps up and is suddenly behind David all of a sudden. Yeah. And then grabs David, thrusts him down back into yeah. his seat and puts a knife around his neck. Yeah, to his neck. To yeah, his to his neck, to his neck. Um, yeah. We then see that it is actually a copper basin yeah, yeah. that mom is uh, cleaning in. Well, it's not quite copper. It's very strange. I think it is copper, but it's, it's not. A double, it's a double sink. Yes, but it's not. Uh, it must be very, very new because it's very, very shiny and not very coppery. Well, it's it's just built for this set. So so by uh, by the shot of uh, mom about to be killed, we are introduced to. I understand to... the Porky Pig cups and everything because it all came from the thrift shop down the street. <laughs> um, we come to Paula Jacobs, who plays uh, Mrs. Kessler. And we don't have very much about um, uh, Paula Jacobs. Um, she was born in 1932 in Liverpool, England. So, yes, the both David's, both, oh, <laughs> both David's American parents are actually British, <laughs> which makes sense because yeah, yeah. being filmed in the UK, um, she's an actress known for An American War from London, The Remains of the Day, and Scully from 1984. 
I haven't seen any and of that. And that's about all that we have. And of... she was previously married to David Swift. Yes. Sure. I don't know who that exactly. is either. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She's the aunt of look at she she's the aunt of Joe Swift. I don't know who he is either. <laughs> no. And that's she's all... Clive Swift's sister-in-law. Exactly. And that's Her all. Friend the... of flame is the fact that she's related to these Swift people. Yeah. Oh, and if we go down one more credit, Jesus we notice that she is the mother-in-law of Dated Bamber. I don't know. Who that I have is. no idea who that is either. But I'm not going to go into deep dive into no, anyone I don't else really because care. we don't really need to know that much about them. So, um, mom then gets practically blown Sounds away. Sounds makes so much more sense when you know that everything came from the thrift store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, oh dear. We got uh, we got werewolf guy shoots mom. Then uh, we have a shot of the uh, sister screaming, and the sister is played by. Now you thought um, mom had short. Uh, wait, actually, let me get the actual. Because we actually do have listed names for the brother and sister. So, Rachel Kessler, okay. whose name is not actually said in the movie. No. It's just assumed that Mr. and Mrs. Kessler, Kessler. right? Yeah. So, it's uh, Rachel and Max Kessler, played by Michelle Brisgotti and Mark Fisher. And uh, according to IMDb, both of their <laughs> biographies read as follow. Michelle Brisgotti is an actress... Known for an American world from London. Yeah. And according to any sort of dives, that's all that I got. And then when we go over well, to the brother. They've been traumatized. They don't want to act anymore because it's like that poor kid from Nemesis, the poor kid who played Nemesis in Resident Evil. He never did anything else after that either. Mm. He was traumatized from being in that rubber suit. They had to keep pouring all his. They Like he would be standing in a puddle of his own sweat at the end of every sh shot. So, which the which kid who played Nemesis? Oh, the kid who played Nemesis. Sorry, when yeah. you said kid, I completely forgot. Yes, yeah, you know the giant person, the giant man like, yeah. that played. Yeah, but yes, he was, he was like a very a, he young. Was young. He was like he was a very young, young, young guy, yes, and yes. he did he he didn't act after that. He was done. Yeah. I mean, maybe he acts now. I don't know. I haven't talked to anybody that worked on that movie in a while, but but yeah, they traumatized him. He just disappeared after that. Yeah. And then uh, Max uh, Kessler, who is uh, uh, played by Mark Fisher, is an actor known for an American world from London. Yeah, I'm telling you. That's that all we those, got. those creepy, nasty, yeah, no. They were like, we don't want to act anymore. We're done. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So David is sitting just in really sitting in the chair, chair, pinned to the chair, knife to his neck. Everyone's screaming. Everyone's getting blown away. The uh, The Kessler kids are killed by the the zombie face with the jutted out mm -hmm, teeth. Mm -hmm. um, David, again, all he can do is move his eyes back and forth. He's completely, like, in complete shock and dismay. Uh, automatic gunfires left and right. Things start blowing up. Hey, look, Arm and Hammer, yeah, was Maxwell say. House. It is a tied box, so it's definitely tied. Yeah, it is tied. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, see, it looks much coppery, much more coppery there. It must be the light they have on it yeah. that's making it look um, yeah, exactly, more like yeah. a rose gold than a copper. Well, I can that see looks, why you're why yeah. you can't say that that's copper. Yes, because yeah. it does look a bit it of a rose gold pink. and all that. Again, look at those avocado. Oh, oh look, it's a mug tree. It doesn't <laughs> have any mug mugs tree. on it, but it's a mug tree. Well, that's probably what these are. The oh. Mugs. Well, exploding. where was it in the other shot? I didn't even notice a mug tree. Well, Mum was standing oh, at that Mom angle, so we probably can see it because there's the. The fruit bowl. I wonder if it's wax fruit. And now, uh, oh, we got a shot of some the wall there. with uh, Mum's blood all over. I don't that see blood. I see cornyware. Right oh no! Oh no! Right there. No, well, no. you said not to. Right below the cornyware. How could you not see the blood right because below the cornyware? The angle I'm on, it's just black. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, so we got. Um, that looks like the cabbage has just exploded. There's a cabbage here too. What they have a ba- this is a cabbage. Yeah, but there was a cabbage in that. Why would you have a cabbage well? on either end of your kitchen <laughs> counter? What is wrong with these people? Oh wait, but look, what this stuff is still tree? all sitting. This stuff is still sitting, <laughs> happened, and there's the what happened to my there's tree? the tree. There's the tree with the cups on it. There's the tree oh, with so the cups on it. This so this is the backwards? following shot, but it's they backwards? edited it differently. They showed the close-up yeah. of the stuff exploding, and then a further back shot was previously. Oh, that is interesting. Like and that. you only notice this going minute by yeah, minute. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't notice it either. Which way. is weird that I didn't notice it because I do notice that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's why I don't like watching TV with you. I know, but look. Oh, you get another nice shot of that. Look, it's, it's even lovely. got a the nice little tray oh, yeah, holding onto the dishes. Very nice. <laughs> But yeah, there's another bowl of vegetables. That's what I'm saying. So, but then why would you have a cabbage sitting over here with this? What is this? A mixture of fruits and vegetables, and this is the fruits, and then this is just vegetables. Yep, that's exactly what that is. Looms. Yeah. Set designers went. Hey, what are we gonna do with all these extra vegetables? Oh, here we've got another basket. Okay. I didn't know the uh, notice the flower. Yeah, yeah. There's a flower before. There's one there. Those guys there. Yeah, and for yeah. some reason, under I don't know if it's whatever the lighting is over here, but for some reason, under here, like this, you can just, it's just the tiles have avocado trim, but over here, it looks like the tiles are green, but they're not because it's the same tiles. Yeah. So. There we go. Okay, so as we move on, we've got. <laughs> there goes the carrots. They're... They did not like those dishes. They did not like those dishes nope. at all. So. Nope. We got a shot of the uh, the fireplace, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. Nestle Toll House, um, uh, the chocolate, yeah, chips. chocolate chips. Yeah, before Nestle was evil, and it was just like you know, not so huge and not so evil. Is it the fridge? No, that is the, the uh, that is no, that's the television. They kicked in oh, the television with the right, back of their right, right, foot. Right, right, right. I just backed it up a bit because I wanted to. Woody Woodpecker. Yeah, what do you oh look Yeah, those are totally. Slippers. She is totally in pajamas. Those are slippers. Are those? Those have got to be like. Those are those knitted slippers. Yeah, knitted with, slippers. But they've got like you know different colored trim on them. And... Yep. Yeah, these kids are never acting again. They're they're done. She no. looks actually really scared. Like yeah, she yeah, doesn't yeah. look like she's acting. She looked like she's gonna pee her pants. More than likely, these kids were not let in on what these. That's characters mean. look like. That's mean. That sounds like something John Lannis would totally That's do. Mean. Those and those kids are never going to act again. They probably had never the rest of their lives. Uh, probably, not, probably, I could see that being true. Yeah, yeah. That's actually. That's a nice child. shot of the. That's the rug they're laying on, though. It's actually child abuse. Really, it's a terrible thing to do. Oh fuck! See, so we're back there to the, and then. Oh, and there goes that. The carrots took it twice. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so did the mud tree. So now the uh, monsters have gone into the fireplace and actually taken out burning logs. And uh, we also see a shot of the brother and sister yeah. coated in blood. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Nora is still standing. No, but I saw them shoot the menorah. Or did they shoot it after they set fire to the curtain? They might have set yeah. fire to the curtain. Yeah, it might have done that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and... Um, we're... Again with the mug tree. Yep. But it's on the other side of the sink now. So, no, that was the, that was the tree. Oh, oh, look, we can see the actual... We stopped it right on the shot where there's a squib going off. You can yeah, see the flash from yeah, the squib. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's more cabbages. And on, that onion went flying and it's back that, again. Yes, exactly, yeah. Oh, That's here's like... a nice... Look at that. It is semi-sweet, oh, semi-sweet chocolate. Parts. Yeah. Oh, it's a... Oh, cowboy look at motif. the Venetian has gotten a bit squished. It's a cowboy uh, motif on the uh Well, actually, yeah, it's like box. a pioneer thing yeah, going yeah, yeah. on with an Indian trailing in back. That's a really socially, um, visually, politically incorrect lunchbox. Well, of course of it is. That is. Yes. And then we got there goes them. the sofa. There goes the sofas. And that's more than likely why they had the covering, because look at how well that lights up. Well, that cover was not clean, though. That, that cover was a dirty cover. Yeah. But that cover was also probably covered with something, so it would burn. Like, Maybe look at a Scotch guard. <laughs> is Scotch guard flammable? I don't know. Okay, so that's the door that I was talking about. So this door, so there's, if we look to the left side of the screen, we got a door. It's probably a closet. The right side of the screen, we got a window. Yeah, this is the back of the house. Yeah, so we're saying that this section here juts out a little further than the No, cause back. That's, because it's... This this could either be uh it could be going into a garage, it could be going into a stairwell, or right. it could be a closet. Okay. So we got uh, the Nazi stormtroopers setting fire to the big couch, and then they're come on, and then they're setting fire to like the rest of it, throwing the all the, the burning, are getting all the tchotchkes are getting killed. Uh, they're now opening fire on, we got a shot, David again, still pinned down. So the next shot is if this is, we got three of the, the monster stormtroopers standing there. If that is the fireplace wall, they are yeah. shooting at the windows. Yes, they correct? are. Correct? Yeah. Okay. So they we, were shoot. They were shooting at the. Well, yeah. This is the fireplace right here. Yeah. So this is the back end, the bookcase on the back end. Yeah. And they were they they were torching the camera, the the windows, but also the sofa is like over here. Yeah, exactly. So they're shooting at the sofa. And, right, right, right. So yeah. we got fire in the foreground. Yeah. In the midground is the, the guys opening fire. The three of them with their machine guns. And then, as we can see, they are shooting out the window, so we can actually. That's outside. That I believe is outside because that would this be is from outside. This is from outside because look, this is outside furniture. This isn't in the house. Yeah. So yeah, this yeah. is the porch. So, so they're showing looks... us the porch. Oh, it's a yes. It's a door. It's a yeah. This is the patio porch. door. Yes, so this is the patio. Yes, they're showing patio us the porch. door. So there we go. Because they, the 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 uh, outside the, the, the this is a mm-hmm. this is a, the curtain. Yeah, this is the curtain. Yeah. So the white sheets have obviously gone yeah, so up because the, they were yeah, sheer so pa- se- yeah. sheets. So, the so, white now... sheets, so, so when the white sheets went up, you could see that it's going outside yeah. to the veranda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what they're shooting out there. Look at that. Wicker. Yeah. Of course, they have wicker. Yeah. <laughs> wicker Look, my seats. My Barbie had furniture like that. Yeah. There's a lot of brick in this house. 
This is a and very North American looking house. Yeah. And now we're... What? Now they're, they're going up again. And now again, we're going back Well, they shot the same the cabbage three times. Yes, so exactly. So really, are we going to Exactly, yeah, here? yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying that the nice big ball of fire of yeah. the sheer curtains yeah. going up is back Yeah. after the shot of a scene through the yeah. already burnt sheer... Yeah. They're not going for accuracy here. It's a dream no, for one it's and more for two. Of a, they're yeah, going yeah. for terror. Oh, yeah. No, right? they're totally going for terror. And they're pulling it off because, like, your well, reaction alone Yeah, well, was, I'm not a fan of what, this kind no, of shit. No, exactly. Exactly. This looks like a J. It's not, but it it's looks not, like a J. It's not, but it does now look like a J. You're right. Sweet the, Jesus. Yeah. Um, books on the shelves are being shot apart and everything yeah, is on fire. Yeah, are not on fire, though. Those kids are on fire. Those kids are on fire, yes. The fern, yeah. is, the fern is perfectly yeah. intact. The yeah, that's true. I yeah. guess they. I guess they don't have a problem with ferns. I guess not. No. Surprise! The magazines then, are. Oh, that's gross. And then at the very last second, David gets his. Uh, oh no! But more scare is coming. <laughs> David gets his neck sliced open, and there's a nice um, bleeding wound effect. You could see, and, like. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Again, Rick Baker, top. You can see top like the notch effects. muscles exposed. Oh, yeah. Top-notch effects and all that. And this is so early in his career, too, which is fantastic. Um, it's a good thing that because Rick Baker was supposed to be working. He was going to work with John Landis on this movie for quite a few years, as John Landis had talked about working on it and... Rick Baker was all like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll do a werewolf movie for you and all that. That sounds like amazing. And then John Landis couldn't get the production going, couldn't get the production going. But Rick Baker was like, hey, whenever you need me, I'll work on it when you need me to work on it. And finally, when John Landis got around to the point where he could work on it, uh, Rick Baker started working on um, another werewolf movie where Rick Baker was working on The Howling where uh so even though so he had promised John Lannis he mm. would work on it so he basically left the production of the howling to work on an american werewolf in london cool. so he left his like number one guy in charge like rick baker's number one mm-hmm. man to take yeah. over the work but uh the one thing that rick baker was disappointed in is cuz he wanted to make a wolfman werewolf yeah. And John Lannis wanted to make a actual wolf werewolf. Right, okay. So the Howling is actually a werewolf, like a wolf-man werewolf movie. Okay, like where... Kimmel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. If that's going to be your reference, then yes, I Wait, guess. If you say Teen to me wolf. a wolf-man, I think Teen Wolf. Yeah. Like the Lon Chaney Jr. werewolf. It's a okay, man. But you, we've had a conversation in... about Lon Chaney Jr. before, and I didn't know who he was then, and yeah. I don't know who he is now. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to go with Teen Wolf. Okay. All right. Yes. I didn't watch monster movies. No, I know you didn't. Oh, it's hilarious. How's that Frankenstein? Yes. And the DJ man. is a wolf man yeah. who is, yes. Yeah. That wolf. is a wolf man <laughs> yeah. werewolf. Yeah, like Teen Wolf. Yes. Like Teen Wolf. <laughs> yes. But not so much. All right, so then David is suddenly startled awake with the explanation with 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 just like 
And then what she says to him, are you okay or whatever? Or you've been awake long? Or she says, I'm like, exactly. you've been awake long. Yeah. And it seems like uh, okay. Alex also seems yeah, like she's, she's just, woke just woken up herself. Yeah, and he tells her that he's had a nightmare. Yeah. She and can he, fix that. Yeah. She's uh, taken her sweater off and is using it as a pillow, apparently. Yeah, I see She's that. got a recipe yeah. on her. And again, we got the hazy... Yeah. angelic looking yeah. shot of the single shot of her and she basically claims that she has she, yeah, she knows a solution for that she yeah fix it. she yeah, has just, just the thing, thing. <laughs> and she stands up smiling all the way i will watch this bit without you and she rounds david's bed and goes over to the curtain and uh Basically, see the curtain. It's flowers, ugly flowers. Oh no, I'm not saying they're attractive flowers, but it they was are clouds in the maternity ward. Blue yes, clouds. yes, you're right. So she then opens up the drapes, and oh no, no! it is uh, the zombie wolf with the nasty teeth. Blech. Suddenly attacks her and stabs her in oh, the chest no, with a beautiful sharp. Like like shiny silver blade that actually is fantastic because as he pulls it away, there's like blood coming off of the end of the the hit. Uh, Alex like stumbles and falls to the ground, and David sits up in his bed and yells out Alex's name as the the knife gets uh, switches hands. Because he had... No, it's okay. He stabbed him with the right, and now he's on top of Alex's prone body and starts stabbing time and time again into her chest. And every single inward thrust, Alex's body, like, heaves with... I'm okay. The impact. I know you're okay. We're almost through this because as soon as that is over, David suddenly... <coughs> jolts shit. up one more time <coughs> and gives out his holy shit yeah and the face that david has at this moment is totally uh like i have just woken up from like, yeah he that does. is yeah he does look like he just woke up or he's drunk yeah yeah but still that's because i paused it on here no, but no, his he reaction is like he's like shaking and, and all that and the then we got bush. we we then have the door of the food delivery cart being opened and we can see what uh, David's about to get. Bowl of mush. A bowl of mush. And that wraps up uh, that minute of the movie. You're a dick. <laughs> Look, the scary parts are over for this minute. <laughs> it was weird. Like, seductive weird. It was... So you're saying something was up when she yeah when she said i have just the thing right i was like something was weird here like so but i didn't know i like she was oh i have what so, what's the thing i didn't know if it was going to be turning into like an erotic dream or something but i knew like he was still dreaming because her body language was weird okay i didn't i didn't buy now, into okay. her now do you think it was because she was over prepping for what was going to happen? No, no, no. It's because she's like, I have just the thing. And she's walking over and I'm like, why is she going to the curtains? And like, 
And I was like, what, is just the thing sunlight? Because that would be dumb, right? And so I was like, there's some, like, I just knew, I just knew from the way she got up Mm -hmm. that he was still dreaming. Yeah, yeah. Because she didn't, I didn't see, I don't know. I just didn't feel like she would just, I didn't feel like that's what she would do. Like, she was too cheerful. Okay, no, totally, totally understand. Yeah. All right. Sorry. No, you don't have to apologize. That's. <laughs> All right. So. Because it's getting late. Yeah. According to the commentary track, uh, Griffin continues with his uh, thought from the last minute, where uh, John just went uh, right into it. Uh, David points out that when you look at these masks now, but he stops in mid-thought. No idea what he was trying to get to. Uh, Griffin says that uh, he's uh, really doing the teenage nightmare thing. David talks about the uh, stuntman holding uh, that real knife to his throat. Couldn't see out of the mask. Uh, Griffin reflects that that statement reflects to that statement with a concerned oh and david continues that uh it concerned him as well uh at the slash to david's neck both griffin and david react with an oh and an okay um and as nurse uh price starts to stand griffin gives a preemptive uh uh-oh and once the curtains are open, David says, surprise. <laughs> and Griffin points out that it was the it was the old double whammy. And that's what uh, John is so great at. <laughs> surprise. That's yeah. good. That's good. I like that. So the script follows closely for the uh, nightmare in the Kessler home. But when uh, David wakes, it, uh, it plays out a little differently. And it goes a little something like this. Interior hospital room, night. Uh, David bolts uh, upright in his bed and looks around. Trying desperately to gain his bearings, he sees that Alex is asleep in the chair by his bed. Connecticut Yankee folded on her lap. He makes a deliberate effort to calm himself. He considers waking her, then decides against it. He turns on a lamp by his bed and reaches over to take the book from Alex's lap. David takes the book as gently as possible, but Alex wakes up anyways. Hello, are you alright? I'm sorry I woke you up. Don't be silly. Can I get you something? Uh, No, thank you. Just keep me comfy for a while. That's easy enough. I keep having these really terrible dreams. They're getting worse, and I can't seem to stop them. David, your dreams will stop. You'll leave England and your bad memories, and then this will all fade away. Will you come with me? What? I'm serious. I, you don't know me, and I don't know anything about you. We have a perfect relationship. Now, David, I said I would keep you company, but I meant right here and now. Will you think about it? How do we get from your bad dreams to my taking a holiday with a patient? Not just a patient. Me. You're being awfully forward, aren't you? Forgive me. I'm trying to cheer myself up. 
and an affair with a beautiful nurse seemed like just the thing to do it. Am I... All I am to you is a sex fantasy, then? <laughs> now I'm embarrassed. Good. I thought for a moment I was the only embarrassed one in the room. There's an awkward pause. Uh, where were we in the book? Alex is relieved uh, for something to break the tension. Let me see here. And uh, that's basically it, because then it cuts to pretty much what happens in the, the next minute. The bowl of mush. The bowl of mush in the next minute. So when it comes to the radio drama at this moment, the nightmare continues with Mr. Kessler noticing something strange happening with a female passenger. When Mrs. Kessler asks what it is, it turns out uh, the woman has pulled out an automatic weapon from a locker. Then the pilot comes on over the PA. He is then cut off when a member of the People's Liberation Front starts telling, starts talking. Uh, then the uh, others in the airplane uh, start yelling and telling all the passengers to remain seated. The sound of guns cocking can be heard as well. Mr. Kessler tries to plead with the uh, gunwoman from, from before. Because of their injured son, they need to get to London. When she yells, I said, sit down, uh, she shoots her gun. Mrs. Kessler starts screaming about her husband and the gunwoman turns her now automatic set weapon on her. There are several rounds of gunfire. Then it's back to Alex reading from the book when David screams himself awake. Alex, concerned, tells the now awake David that uh, she'll pop down to the nurse's station to make him some more milk. Just then, the door of the room gets kicked in, and the gunwoman yells out and starts uh, firing into the room again with her automatic weapon. Then again, we hear Alex reading. David again is uh, startled awake. And from that point on, we go to where the actual script continues on and uh, the radio drama follows the remaining of this scene with uh, David and Alex talking as the script follows. And on that note, that brings us to the end of another minute of An American World from London, and the end of this episode of Welcome to the Slaughtered Lamb. So remember, it is Halloween week, and we are dropping one episode each weekday, and so be sure to subscribe to this podcast on either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your other favorite podcast catchers. And if you would like to be so kind as to share, rate, and review us with five stars and an actual written view, that would be really great too. If you feel like following this podcast on the social medias, you can follow Planet Geek Pod, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. And if you would like to send us a message via email, send it to planetgeekpod at gmail.com. So until next time, remember, keep off the moors, stick to the roads, best of luck. Hey there, this is Troy, just uh, thanking you for sticking around to the end of this particular podcast. So here we have uh, this 
episodes version of Adrian Reacts. Enjoy. Okay, so we're going to do the Adrian Reacts. Can you see this? Can you see this one? That's a... Can you see this one? That is a horrible tie. You don't like that tie, do you? It's a very sinister screenshot. I'm just saying. It's like, it ha, ha, come on in. Yes. But... Yeah, it's really creepy. I want to make sure that I have the sound up. Who wears a tie with this kind of jacket? It's a zip-up. What the heck? Are those Nazis? Again, <laughs> well, we'll be watching it at a slower pace. Oh, goody! <laughs> and if that nightmare wasn't bad enough, what the fudge is that supposed to be? <laughs> oh, you gotta wait until the next minute because that fudge there comes in this way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready for this? What, I'm watching more still? No, no. <sighs> We're going to get into the episode. Oh, goody. Boop. Um, the so Kesslers. The little Kesslers. And all the little Kesslers. <laughs> 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 When's the next bus? <laughs> Omnibus. I missed the bus. <laughs> you missed the bus. I missed the bus. We missed the bus. When's the next bus? bus. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I gotta track down another clip. Meridian, Meridian, Uncle, Uncle Meridian, Meridian, and all, all the, the little, little Meridians. Meridians. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Once we do, once we do, um, a minute by minute of uh, a night's tale. Yeah. Let's do Johnny Dangerously. If you want to. I haven't seen that one in like... I know. I've seen that one twice, though. Yeah. <laughs> I remember a little bit more about that one. World Day for the Audio... Oh, well. Um, I gotta look that up because I think I wrote that out wrong. Just a second. Uh, Michelle Brig Briggs... Oh, why am I having problems? I, it came out the first time really easily. Michelle... Briscali. Brisk 